It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is a public service announcement to check your old Google accounts because starting this week, Google is deleting accounts that have not been accessed in over two years. Tech Life Steph has made the switch from PC to Mac, but not all is well as she explains why she is not yet using her new hotness to record episodes of the show. Coding Micron and Dove have partnered to launch an open source guide for coding black hair in video games. And billion dollar case maker Castify is being sued by D Branch for jacking his designs, Easter eggs and all from his teardown line of cases. We got all this and more for you in episode 108 of the Tech John. From Columbus, Ohio, I'm your host, Rob Dunwood. And coming out of Philly, it's your girl, Tech Life Steph. And out of Atlanta, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech, a.k.a. Fitness Journey is off pause and back on. <laughs> Had to take a quick, quick week break for Thanksgiving, but the workout routine is back to your reg- regularly scheduled program. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So I was, uh, I was actually good over Thanksgiving. I did not eat like first, second and third dinner. I kept it to like, we ate it too. I'm not a big dessert eater. So I didn't, I, I never eat a lot of dessert. And so we ate it too. And then I just made me a small little plate, probably around seven thirty, eight o'clock, which was time to eat again anyway. But normally I go to ham. It's like, I, I, I eat all day on, uh, on Thanksgiving, but, uh, yeah. So how was y'all's holidays? Can't complain. Can't complain at all. Nice and calm and quiet and chill. Nothing special going on. Didn't feel overly stressed out about mm-hmm. you know, family and food and things to do. Just chilling at the crib. Same. And there wasn't a whole lot of food to overindulge because it's just me and my mom here. So we deliberately try to keep, you know, you know, don't go over the top cooking a whole bunch of food and everything like very small pans of things and portions of things. So um, it was just enough for a nice, healthy plate on Thanksgiving and another nice, healthy plate on Friday. And that was it. There is still pie left, though. So I'll probably have a little bit of that later on after the show. How long do y'all do Thanksgiving leftovers for? Like until you get tired of them. So I usually probably just a day, maybe two, but I don't like leftovers in general. So I'm just not going to eat them for long. And like I said, we didn't cook a whole lot of food. So really by Saturday, there really wasn't much leftover anyway. So, so I'm with you. I'm not a big leftover person. I never have been. Mm -mm. So I will go until Sunday 
because, and I said this on various social media platforms over the weekend, I don't want to get into, you want to go out to eat or you want to cook again and we got all this food. So I, I will go until Sunday, but I'm really like, I eat stuff on Thursday. I skip Friday. I eat again on Saturday, but I'm probably, I'm, then I'm probably, I'm probably done. I really don't want it after that, but, but I'm, I'm like you, Steph. It's like, I'm, I'm just not, a, not big on leftovers. But y'all, let's go ahead and jump into this tech show. So I wanted to start us off today with a, a bit of a, you know, of a quick story here. And I don't, I, I believe it, Steph, I know you have a, a Gmail account. I'm, Terrence, I'm not sure I have if a you, couple. I'm not sure if you use Gmail or not, but for yeah. those, Sure. Oh, so Eugene. So, um, for those who do not know, if you have just a regular free Gmail account, or just I should say Google account in general, because of a Google account, and you have not used it in two years, Google is starting to delete them, Johns, this week. So they they've actually been putting notice. I think we actually mentioned it on the show back in in, in May or June when when they made this announcement. But uh, yeah, this week, starting December first. They're going to start deleting these accounts if you have not logged into them for two years. Now, Google is saying that they're doing this because they want to keep you secure, that if you have accounts that you not logging into, you're not paying attention to. These are the ones that, you know, scammers and hackers, you know, get into, which is true. But the other part of me tells me the thing they ain't saying is that they will recover an enormous amount of storage by deleting all these accounts that people don't log into because people will set up accounts, start dropping pictures into them, get a new phone, get a new account and never think about that old one or, or whatever the case is. I just wanted to put that public um, service announcement out there. But uh, I'm glad that they did say, though, that it wouldn't uh, pertain to YouTube. Um Accounts like Gmail addresses associated with YouTube account, or at least that's how I I read it. It says um, Google also said it, it does not have plans to delete accounts with YouTube videos at this time. So I'm assuming that means if you have a Gmail account tied to a YouTube channel, um, it won't delete that because I have a Gmail account just for my YouTube channel. Like I don't use that account for anything else. Mm-hmm. I don't log into it. I I hope I still even know the password if I had to recover something off of it. Um, but so since I don't use it, I would not want them to delete it because again, my YouTube channel is connected to that, uh, that Gmail account. And it doesn't seem like they're going to do that if that's the case. Yeah. So you, you will have had to have uploaded a video for this to be the case, but yeah, that, that is a caveat, but here's, here's my, my, my rationale for that. If you have YouTube videos that you've actually uploaded, Regardless of how often people are watching them, if anybody ever watches them, I guarantee that Google's going to show ads on them. And ultimately, that's going to allow them to make money. So Mm -hmm. the accounts that they're deleting are the ones that only cost them money. These are the, the free accounts. You're not using it, so you're not seeing ads. So they're not monetizing you that way. But when it comes to YouTube, you know, it, it is it is very possible that somebody like you, Tiff or Steph, have created an account, uploaded some YouTube videos and then ghosted that account because you're just not doing that anymore. But those videos still may get views, ultimately driving revenue for for Google overall. So, well, so the only caveat to that is you have to have enough YouTube activity, i.e. subscribers, followers views, whatever the case may be, to even deem it the ability to then you able to enable 
uh, monetizing your channel because there aren't, I don't know if YouTube is running ads on accounts that don't meet the qualifications of it being monetized in the first place. That would be the only thing I would ask about in regards to mm-hmm. your scenario about why they're not deleting the YouTube accounts. Yeah, it's, it probably would just be a lot messier too. They, they'd mm-hmm. have, they, they'd have to argue with a whole lot more folks. Ah, I, I didn't realize you were deleting my YouTube account. So, um, but yeah, just wanted to put that public service announcement out there because two years is not a long time. It, it's a long time for probably almost everyone listening to this show, but for a lot of folks, two years is not a long time. And what I would, I, I've seen this happen before where someone had an account. They had some pictures saved in the account, like they were saving pictures in an email directly, or they were saving it in Google Drive or, you know, or inside Google Photos or something like that. And then they can't remember the account information. And it's, and it's like a whole thing to try to log back into it because they want to get back to some baby pictures or something like that. So just want everybody to know if you, if you're not logging into your old accounts, just go log. If all it takes is for you to log into them and, and just show that there's activity there and that'll reset the counter. But just make sure you do that because they, they, they start getting rid of those things in just a few days here so y'all um the first story that we're going to get into uh is is one from our very own miss tech life steph who got some new tech over the last couple of weeks so yeah you you done defected away from the windows family and became a, a windows user but here's the thing i'm noticing as you holding up your uh your brand new is is that the titanium black one? No, this is midnight. Mid- midnight, mid. Okay, you, the, the mid- you might not be able to see it, yeah. but it's, it's it's dark blue. Okay, so yeah, you you holding it up, but I ain't seen any cores hanging out of it. So clearly, you are not using it right now to do this show. So. I am not. <laughs> yeah, and there is a reason for that. Um, I know Wayne said fingerprints. I know that was the first thing. It was so funny when I did the unboxing video. I made the mistake of putting lotion on my hands right before I did the video because I was like, my hands are going to be in the video, so I can't have ashy hands in the video. And there was a huge thumbprint right on like here that you can see in the video. And I tried to be slick and sort of move the machine to the, and I actually wiped it off before I picked it back up and brought it back into the frame um, of the video because this thing picks up fingerprints like crazy and i and i said you know in i think when i posted it to tiktok one of the one of the postings i said you know besides the fingerprints i love it and by the way i know there was a space black you know version of the pro that doesn't it's supposed to be finger i didn't want the black i didn't want the pro i wanted the midnight air and that's what I got. And I would just have to continue to use my microfiber cloth to clean the top off. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> so for, for all of our listeners who are not watching us right now, uh, she just let you know. So you understand what we're talking about. Steph actually showed her laptop on camera. So you're not missing a whole lot because I could even tell what color it was from the glare that was on it. But, but you can see this fingerprint. Showed up can see the fingerprints though. So you can see the fingerprints. <laughs> Definitely. But but there's a problem. And Terrence, I actually was gonna call you I over told the you weekend. on the text messages on two occasions because I knew what was gonna happen, but I'll let you know. Um, but well, a couple things happened. I mean, because yeah, I'm an engineer. I'm gonna figure it out my mouth, first of all, mm-hmm. if I can. Um, but two things happened. Um I did get to use it. 
which was like just the most blissful because actually the video for I posted a quick little video of um a picture of my family for Thanksgiving and I kind of did a I I I did some keyframes in Premiere Pro that made the video kind of move mm-hmm. across uh make it look like the you know the camera was panning across the photograph um and then I threw some stuff from Canva in there and you know whatever whatever and I did that on this machine on the new MacBook Air and it was such an enjoyable experience mm-hmm. it was so number one it was so fast like that was the first immediate thing that i noticed it just i was just and i did it even with i didn't even have my mouse connected at the time it was just like straight trackpad premiere pro canva boom 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 and done like i I think i was done in like 15 minutes not even i don't even think it took 15 minutes um it it was just me trying to get the keyframes right because i just always seem to struggle with those in, in premiere pro um but it was super fast, super convenient. Like the rendering, the airdrop back to the phone when I was done, I was like, Oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Um, and the airdrop to the machine, um, number one. And it was like some, the, the picture, the photo was some weird HEIC file yeah. that I was able to bring right on in mm-hmm. and didn't have to convert and didn't have to, I mean, it was just, it was, the best editing experience I have ever had. Let's just preface all of this with that. Um, but it took a minute for me to be able to do that because there was some, con- and, and this might not be the Mac. It might be my Verizon. I, it took me a while to be able to get connected to my Wi-Fi uh, here at the house. Um, and, but I was having some issues with Wi-Fi in general, like my television disconnected from the Wi-Fi at one point and um, my phone was acting janky for a minute. So I, I'm not going to blame that on the MacBook. I had done, I did do the update, the OS update uh, when I did finally get connected. And then it was still kind of like kicking me back off the Wi-Fi, back on, back off, back off. My phone has been doing that for a while as well. I think I just need a new router. So that I, I, I won't blame. At first I was like, this MacBook Air ain't gonna connect to my neck on Wi-Fi. Like I was feeling some kind of way because it it seemed like it was just the laptop that would not connect to uh, the Wi-Fi uh, <clears throat> until some of my other devices started acting up as well. And I was just like, I did, you know, kind of a reset. I went in the Verizon app and had them run a diagnostic, you know, remotely, and mm-hmm. they did something. And and so far, um, you know, since Saturday, it's been working pretty well. But I was doing some um running through some of the things that they tell you to do if you're having trouble connecting the Wi-Fi. And it wouldn't do some of those things either, which I was kind of curious about because there was something about a DHCP, DCHP lease. You have to like update the lease of something and it like wouldn't do that. So I was like, why isn't it making this? Why I'm clicking on this button and it's not doing nothing. So I thought that was a little bit odd. But now... um Today, just today, actually, I got on and was trying to do some stuff because I was, I was supposed to, I had to hop on a Zoom earlier today and I was going to do the Zoom from the air. Um, cause the friend I was Zooming with, she, she knew I bought a new laptop as well. And half of my keyboard sticks and I can't use the like the O, the M, the I. Like all the, like most of the keys on the JKL semicolon side of the keyboard 
aren't working at this point. And I'm just like, did I just not use these keys when I was editing or did they stick, start sticking since then? You know what I mean? Cause I did that for Thanksgiving. So I did that on Thanksgiving. Um, but I really didn't use it that much after, you know, Friday, Friday, I was out of town. I went to New York and was doing a bunch of stuff. Didn't use the computer Saturday, really didn't use the computer. Um, and again, over the weekend is when I was having the Wi-Fi issues. So I was kind of like trying to figure that out. But then I was like, whatever, I don't care. Um, so I didn't use it that much, um, pretty much all the way until now. Cause Monday I was in Baltimore. You know what I mean? Like I, it sat for a little while. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but literally probably six or seven of my keys or my letter keys don't work. And I'm just like, the fuck? Like this machine costs way too much money for for keys to be sticking, and I'm like, I'm not. There's, I didn't, I've not been eating over it. There's no crumbs on it yet. Um, I there can't be any dust that much, you know, dust on it yet. I'm not about to start popping keys off to try to figure out what's going on because I just bought the thing. I'm just going to take it back and and see what they say. But I was, I have to say, it was a little disappointing when I logged on today and started trying to just, you know, do my thing and type. And like I said, I was, you know, trying to type in a URL, couldn't get the C, couldn't get the O, couldn't get the M, couldn't get the, like, it was just a few, a lot of keys on the keyboard just were not working. Um, so yeah, that's why I don't, that's why I'm not on it right now. Cause I can't get to websites because some of my keys don't work and they don't type the letters out. Yeah. I would take it back. That sounds like a defective Mac when you talk about the networking issues on top of the keys. Um, the air is a older generation device. It's an M2, right? The uh, M2 yes. It's an yes. M2. So it's been out, it's been out for a while. So it's not, I wouldn't, again, I'm a cynic. I wouldn't put it above Apple to somebody would have bought that Mac, had the same issues, took it back. Apple was like, Oh, we'll just replace it and give you another one. Did they little diagnostics and was like, Oh, this is fine and resold it to you. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past them. So those issues, like with the keys mm-hmm. and the networking, that sounds like hardware issues, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. not something that you can just reset, you know, wipe it and start over or, you know, that problem didn't come over. Let's just say you try to do a migration and try to migrate some documents. Or whatever the case may be over to this new Mac. And then that brought some ghost issues that sticky keys and networking issues sounds like Mm -hmm. hardware issues, whether it be the actual physical keys or the networking card inside of the Mac is defective. So all that, I wouldn't even bother with it. I would take it straight back to Apple. Oh, I am. (laughs) I would make sure that they have a new one in stock for you to pick up. Because nine times out of 10, Apple's going to be like, oh, you just bought this. We ain't even trying to diagnose, diagnose it. And we'll call you in a couple of days after we run our diagnosis. They'll look at it. They'll play with it and be like, oh, we're just going to give you another one. And what would suck would be you taking it to Apple saying something's wrong with this computer. They say, yeah, you're right. It's defective. And since you just bought it a week or so ago, we're just going to give you a new one. But you got to mm-hmm. wait. Because we ain't got none in stock, so right. it won't be till the middle of yeah. December until you get one. So I would make right. sure they got one in stock <laughs> in okay. the store and be like, right. I bet now I'm going up here to say something's wrong with it and then let them tell you we're just gonna give it a new one. And okay. I don't I don't believe this will be the case, and I know you know this, 
but don't let them give you a refurbished one. You want oh, a brand not. new one. It's like, no, nah, this John is brand new out the box and I've been able to actively use it yet. I want a brand new one. Or if you can't do that, just give me my money back and then turn around and buy another one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah I've, no, I've you're not. Yeah. You're not replacing a new machine with a refurbished machine. No, I actually, uh, this is a, this is a few years ago, but I had a friend who bought a phone from Verizon. The phone shows up at her house. She opens it up. And the phone has a crack like right on the very bottom right corner of the screen. It's like put it right back in the box and drive over to the Verizon store. They didn't have it in the store. So they said, oh, yeah, we'll just we'll just send you a new one. But they didn't send her a brand spanking new one in a box. They sent her one that looked like it was like overstock or that was actually refurbished. It didn't come like in the original box, like when she had bought the thing brand new. And she was like, no, take that thing, take that second one back. Don't even open it and have them either give you a money back or give you a brand new phone because you, you never actually used it. It makes no sense for you to be working with a refurbished one at this point. So I'm, I'm glad that you got it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm like, I, I see the, I see the, the potential, um, you know, once we can work these little kinks out. Uh, but I have to say, you know, for as much as I'm paying, I just would not have expected anything to be wrong with this machine. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. machines fail. It, it is what it is. It, it, you know, you're not gonna, it happens. But again, <laughs> this was not, you know, this was a very, judgment. Right. This was a very considered purchase. You know what I mean? I, and I just would not have expected something this expensive to, to fail in this way. You know what I mean? Like, like four or five keys not working. Like, like that's just, you know, cheap shit. Like what? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's happening right now? So, um, I was thought, I thought you were going to say, I got this new Mac and it don't connect to nothing because all I got on these ports are USB-C, you know, Thunderbolt three or four, whatever Mac is pushed out with the air. No, I'm and trying now to I find can't connect my camera. That. I can't connect the mic. No, no, no. I'm trying to, the, I'm trying to find what I, I got this. I'm trying to find where is that? Where is that little dongle? This is the dongle I got. Um, to go to do all the stuff. Say taggy. Was that say taggy? You showed it real yeah. quick. Say taggy. Yeah. yeah. I would, to be honest, I would step up and spend. No, I, I'm money. going to. Okay. I just okay. needed something. I didn't want to leave the yeah, store. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to leave the store with nothing. Yeah. I would um, keep that one to travel. Yeah. And get another bigger one that has its own power source. No, absolutely. Yeah. I told, I told the guy, I was like, here it is. I was like, I told the guy, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to leave the store with nothing. Right. So let me just get this now. And then, you know, cause I saw a few other ones that had, you know, more ports and mm-hmm. different stuff. And, you know, I was like, yeah, let me go ahead on. But, um, and then I got the mouse, of course, the magic mouse, um, that works mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need a mouse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so those were the three things that I, that I left the store with. Um, but again, I'm like, honey, it's not going to be working. So. <laughs> like, I just, so, some kind of way, I so, got to tell you. So here's the thing. Tell them, make sure you tell them, hey, y'all messing up my PC to Mac experience with this Mac not working and let them, uh, y'all, y'all need to figure this out because I could very easily go back and give me a little PC and go although, on my business. <laughs> although I will say, and I don't know <laughs> if it's just something in the water these days, when I bought 
my last previous uh, laptop. I, ha- I have a, I still have it. I, I was going to actually trade it in and then I just decided I'll keep it as a backup. I have a Dell XPS 15 that I bought in 2020, maybe 2020, 2021. One of those, it was right, right at pandemic um, timeframe. That thing stopped working immediately. Like, mm-hmm. like it started, it was overheating mm-hmm. um, right out of the box and I had somebody come to my house. I remember because he had a mask on and we had to stay social distance and he came to the house and, you know, changed the fan out, still overheated. I sent it back to Dell. They sent it back to me. Um, and it's okay, but it ain't right. It's like once you get a car in an accident, you know, it ain't the same kind of car. I don't, I don't ride the same. That's kind of how I feel about that laptop. Um, although, you know, it doesn't necessarily overheat anymore. It still gets a little warmer than I'm comfortable with. Um, but it was my travel machine. So I didn't really care that much um, about it. But I'm like, what's up with laptops? Like that I was just about to say, you better, you better you know uh, like, check to make sure you don't get any gremlins, some gremlins right. walking around or something like that, because you and I have the exact same Dell laptop. I have the same one. We, we had compared uh, model numbers and everything. And I don't want to say I've never had an issue with it because I did have an issue with it probably two years in, but I got that four year support on it. They just said, Oh, we'll just send you a new one. So they, they sent me a brand new, just, they literally just sent me a brand new one. And, um, so I think it was an issue that they knew they'd been having an issue with. So instead of trying to go around and cause I say, Hey, this, this is my work. So y'all need to send me something so I can actually work while you're working on, on this other one. So they just sent me a new one and it, it was it was what I would expect, you know, because I'm paying for it. But it's like I had a new machine like 30 hours later. And and um, that was I, I, that was what I was expecting them to do once the first service person couldn't fix my problem. I'm like, just send mm-hmm. me a new machine. Like it was brand new. So send me a new one. I'm like, they're like, no, you got to send it back and, then, you know, and all this back and forth. And then I was mm-hmm. without my machine and everything else. So, yeah, I was I was very disappointed in that process as well. Um so we'll see. Like I said, I'm just clearly having bad luck with laptops at this point. And, um, you know, thankfully I still have, you know, a pretty robust desktop setup that I can use in the meantime. But, um, just of course too much money to be acting up like this. Like, yeah, come on, like both of y'all, PCs, Mac, all of y'all <laughs> just janky right now. I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate it. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So y'all, this, this next story, this is one that actually one of our patrons, Josie, sent in to us a little over a week ago. Now we didn't, we, we weren't able to talk about it last week because Steph, I wanted to wait until you were on specifically to talk about this story, but Dove and Code My Crown, they have co-launched a guide for coding with black hair, specifically for video games. So for our listeners who are not African-American, darker melanated uh, and have the kind of hair that we have, it is very difficult to get a avatar or a character to get your hair right. Unless your hair looks like Terrence's or you're bald or it looks like mine when it's not twisted up. I normally don't have my hair just in a little fro like this. I just got it cut. So I just I haven't twisted it up yet. But once you go uh, to, to black hair, and, and I'm talking about for men, they, they give you like three types. Once you get out in three types, your hair is just you just not going to look like you. Stephanie, for women, it is so much worse, so much worse. So I actually downloaded this guide and was going through it. Mm-hmm. And I got to give it to Dove and, and Code My Crown. They they put it in it on here's what you need to do to get folks hair looking right. And, you know, have them have them looking like they look so that, you know, so they're representative of the of their own style as compared to just having to try to get something that doesn't look crazy, um, even though it looks nothing like you. So I, 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 we, we held off on doing this last week because I wanted to make sure you were here. I want to get your take on this. No, they did an excellent job. Um, and shout out to Dove in general. Dove has been fighting the good fight for, uh, natural hair for a long time. You know, they started back with the crown, you know, championing the crown act and really putting a lot of their effort and, and lobbying marketing dollars and everything else into, um, advocating for the crown act, which if, if any listener is not familiar is a, um, initiative or where they're trying to change laws in each state to not to make it illegal to discriminate against somebody because of their hair, which happens all the time, which, you know, you may say, what's the big deal? It's just hair. Exactly. What's the big deal? It's just hair. Mm -hmm. So why am I not being hired because of it? Or why are you cutting high school kids locks off at 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 wrestling wrestling matches? You know what I mean? Like if it's just hair, then why are you, why are you making such a big deal about it? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So, um, you know, that's the first thing. Shout out to Dove in general for all of the work that they have done to advocate for, you know, the ridiculous um, notion that we have to fight to wear our hair the way it grows out of our freaking heads. Um, but saying that I did, I looked at these and I thought they were really great. I don't I'm not a gamer. I don't call myself a gamer. I don't game a ton, but I can imagine. And I've done, you know, I've played enough games where you have to pick, pick your glasses and pick your, this and pick your skin tone and pick your, where there were no hair choices, you know, for, for women of color. I mean, now obviously seeing my hair as it is right now, I don't need that many options, but people do. Um, and women do. And, and, you know, anybody with, with hair that, that doesn't conform to normal, you know, traditional mainstream standards, um, deserves to be able to find something that resonates with them, that relate, that they can relate to, um, and that they can use in, in a game. And even if, like, Stephanie, like you said, if you was a gamer and you decided to build a character around yourself, yeah, there may be some challenges, but even if you didn't, most people veer far from who they really, what they really look like 
in a game and they do something right. crazy outrageous right all right like, i might want some afro oh, puffs or, or whatever like say, and you know and the fact that you know let's just keep it 100 you know white people if they want to build a character in Fortnite or call of duty or you know uh, overwatch or battlegrounds or all these different places to where you can actually customize your character nba 2k whatever the case may be you know there are so many different options for people to just go as wild as they want while also keeping that ability to keep it as close to you as possible. And if you, Stephanie, wanted to say, okay, well, let me, I'm a, you know, do something totally unlike me. You could do that. But when it comes to, like you're saying, something that resembles you, that's right. where the problem happens. And the disconnect. Just, right. And, you know, for, like I mentioned before, if a white person wanted to go, they could go something totally wild purple, blue, pink, black, whatever the case may be. But if they did want to create something that resembles them, they also have that choice. And it's just subconscious that you have that choice. And then for us, for brown and black people, for whatever the case may be, you know, it's not that, you know, default, right? And it'd be nice if we just had more options as a default. Just a couple options, a couple more options. A a few options, because like like Terrence was saying, you, you can go into some of these games and they literally have dozens upon dozens of different hairstyles. In some cases, they may even be hundreds of different choices. But when it comes to like type, what is it? Uh, type four, four kinky curly. Yeah. Type four, four C. Yeah. Four three, C hair. It's like they literally give you four or five options <laughs> and, and, and that's it. And then every other hairstyle that you, you can get is like, nah, not, not, not if your hair is kinky curly. So I absolutely applaud code, my crown and dove uh, for doing this because as, as I said, you know, for, uh, for anyone who's listening, if you want to just see this, you know, you know, head over to our website, techtime.com uh, and look at the show notes for, for this particular show. Cause we've got a link to they got uh, some dove. dope hairstyles. They got some there. dope I ones mean, in they here. Really I mean, they like went all out on these hairstyles uh, that they chose to, to put in there. And we have to mention too, that the guy that dove was working with was created by black artists in partnership with the open source Afro hair library. So apparently there is a place that you can go to get the code and, and the specs and everything else four different types of natural black hair. Um, so anybody listening that is working at, you know, Blizzard or Activision or, or whatever, you can't say that we don't know. And, and we didn't know. We don't know how to do. There's a whole open source library. The open source Afro hair library is there waiting for you to engage with it to include these types of hair textures and styles in your games going forward. Mm-hmm. So now or- ignorance is no longer an excuse. Or don't give nobody no options. That'd be my thing. If I start off with a game. <laughs> Taking right? them all away. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets five looks. That's what it is. And deal with it because this is a video game. If you're not and you're going to make things more technical or personal or customizable, make it customized for everybody. You make it everybody, customizable for everybody. Or you do nobody. It can't right. be halfway for some people and then a little bit for somebody else and then all this for somebody else. It's either all or none. Pick one. Right. Yes. It's a, it is. Know, it's tiring. I got to wear a hat or something. You got to wear something else on your head just because you can't get anything that approximates the kind of hair that you're trying to get to. So, right. So yeah, this, this and is it's a bit interesting. Of- I, when I, when I saw this, because I, um, and I'll ha- I should have it very shortly. I did something very self-indulgent and made a custom 
Funko Pop of myself. And it's on its way. And there were no hair options <laughs> for me at all. Like the one that I picked is, is like me with longer, but it's, it, it's me with straight hair. That's the thing. And it's just like, there were, there, I, I don't remember, I don't recall any curly headed options, but if there was, it was just one of those real little baby seventies Afro kind of options or whatever. I mean, and granted, you know, I don't think Funko does gives you a lot of options in general. Um, cause I, as I was clicking through and, and, and creating, there weren't a ton of options at all in general, but there definitely were no, um, black hair options. And I was like, well, dang, what, what, what is my hair supposed to look like? Like there's nothing in here that, that, that relates to me, but, um, we'll be doing a reveal on the show sooner rather than later. It's coming. It's, yeah. it's in transit as we speak. I definitely want to see that because I'm getting my, you can't see it. They're behind me, but I've got my little collection of Funko Pops uh, going on behind me. I don't know why I'm collecting them, but kind of like them. So yeah. They're I'm, cool. Yeah. They, they, they add a little something to the, to the, to the, to the, to the scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they're cool. So yeah, we will definitely check that out. So y'all, we, we're going to continue a story from, from last week where Terrence and I talked about this right when we were in the middle of it. But in fact, we even named the last episode. I, I think it was just open AI is tripping. So, 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 so let, let me catch you up on, on basically what has been happening with open AI. Open AI is the company that is behind chat GBT and a couple other things you probably heard of. And for whatever reason, we still have not gotten a good reason yet. They decided uh, a week ago last Friday to fire Sam Altman, one of their founders and CEO of the company. And once again, they never really gave a good reason. So this happened. They, they did this right at the close of business on on Friday, two Fridays ago. They didn't give anybody any notice you usually when you're doing something like this you would give your big investors microsoft some advanced warning the the rumors that microsoft found out in 16 minutes before this thing hit the newswire so microsoft didn't know what was going on nobody knew what was going on and really the board never really gave you a reason they just like we just don't trust this dude anymore so he's got to go so this happened like i said two fridays ago within 24 hours the next day on saturday they were in discussions to hire Sam Altman back because it was, it was just that bad. And long story short, those, those talks kind of fell down. Microsoft said, well, Hey, we'll hire you. We'll hire Greg Brockman. We'll bring you guys in and here's a check. Go hire all, all the people you need and you can just come over here and work for Microsoft. And we made mention of this, the open AI is based in California. So it's California is one of the most right to work states that, that we have. You, you know, it is very, 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 very difficult to enforce any type of non-competes in that state. So Microsoft like this, come on over, you know, come on and work over here. This was on Saturday. Those talks kind of fell through by Sunday. Sunday moves into Monday. You now have a letter and I believe it was they had 780 employees. Well over 700 of them. Um, I've heard different numbers. It was 755. It was 762. But almost everybody that worked at this company was just flat out against the board and was basically saying, look, here's what y'all going to do. You're going to either bring this dude back and then resign or we're all going to quit and take our talents over to Microsoft. So that was uh, on Monday when Terrence and I talked about it. And then by Tuesday, 
It looks like that Sam Altman is back. So five <laughs> days later, he's back. Most of the board was let go. There was one holdover from the board so that the old board still will have some interest in the new board going forward. But, but yeah, he's back. So, Steph, I'll let you go first on this one. Just want to get your take because there's no way you could have missed any of this. This was like, it was no, like, I've, yeah, what is this company doing? I mean, it was, it was making regular news. It was, it was not the tech news. This was like on CBS and the NBC and like six o'clock type news, seven o'clock type news. Yeah. So. No, definitely. Actually, it's funny. Um, GMA called me to do a quick piece about it. I couldn't do it though, but they called me, um, texted me like Friday night or something or eight or Thursday night, maybe whenever it had just happened to do a quick zoom to go on air, uh, that next day. And I just couldn't do it. But, but yeah, this, this made national headlines kind of across the board. Um, but I think it just all boils down to cash rules, everything around me. And, um, you know, Sam started seeing dollar signs and, and, and all of that altruistic bullshit they tried to build this company on went out the window when $13 billion came into play. I mean, you just can't, you know, who's, who's turning down $13 billion? Like that's just, it's just way too much money to, um, and, and, and that, that much money corrupts people. I just don't know that you can't not be corrupted by that much money. And, and I just, feel like that's what happened and the dollar signs you know was he probably had those little cartoon dollar signs in his eyes at, at one point and and um you know all of that like i said that altruistic we're going to make this the non-profit we're going to keep it open source we're going to make sure we do this ethically and you know and all of that it just went out the window because 13 billion dollars <laughs> and 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 so it'll be interesting to see, though, now where what direction this company goes in. Um, and because we know historically AI does not benefit people that look like us. Um, so, you know, do we see this company going in the direction of um, what was that company that uh, Amazon was working with that was like doing the police, all of the facial recognition for the police? It was like a particular it might have been Amazon, um, but there was uh, either Amazon or a company associated with Amazon, you know, a couple of years back had to kind of pull back off of the facial recognition stuff with with law enforcement. But I mean, I see so many different permutations of, of where this can go now. And um, yeah, Skynet. So, <laughs> Skynet say, is so, uh, yeah. Skynet. So Terrence, yeah, before seriously. you go. I just want to give Tech Life Steph, Stephanie Humphrey, some props because she just glossed over it. For y'all who don't realize the acronym GMA, she's talking about Good Morning America. Yeah, the one with Michael Strahan in them. So, <laughs> so I just, I just want to make sure you get your props out on that because you just kind of said that all kind of quick. So, uh, but yeah, Terrence, you, what's your thoughts on this? No, that's what I was going to say. It, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm on the fence about it because again, if I, start and found a company as in co-found from the ground, built this thing up to where now we've got Microsoft and we've got all these companies. It's like itching to get in, right? I'll be damned <laughs> if you're going <laughs> to fire me from my company that I started from nothing. You know, that's, you know, half of me is almost like, you know, if I were ever in a position to start a company like that, I wouldn't take nobody's money externally. I wouldn't have nobody on the board. It'd be me, myself, and I running the company because this is what happens when you get um you get shareholders 
when you get a board members, when you get directors, when you get all you're accountable things. to somebody now. Right, right. The look of the dude, you know, uh men's warehouse. You know, you, you how's how how the phrase go? You'll love when I see how's that phrase go with the You'll dude? love the, the way you look. You look, I guarantee it. They kicked him out and that was his company. Yeah. You know, so it's like it happens all the time, you know. So I, on one hand, well they I kicked Kimberly Bryant out of her own company, yeah, Black exactly. Girls Code. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. So on one hand of me says, shout out to uh Sam for you flexing his muscles and doing what he needed to do to get his own company back, right? On the other hand, I'm like Capitalism wins because as the nonprofit, as the nonprofit <laughs> side so. that was trying to get him out of the paint, they were like, "Ah, we're going too fast." What What about our founding principles? And like mm-hmm. Stephanie said, what about our morals and ethics? And what about guardrails as it relates to AI? We've had all these scientists speak out and say, "This is dangerous. Y'all going too fast." When there's no regulation, X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, all the things down, and right. the nonprofit side seemed to be like, "All right." We are in line with these things, so let's figure out a way to do this ethically while still, you know, being a company that is about profits. And Sam and them was like, nah. And so now, all the members of the board that were like, yo, let's do this ethically, they out now, you know, mm-hmm. and now like nine times out of 10, it's going to be full steam ahead, damn regulations, damn morals and ethics. The next company that comes and wants to give us multiple billions of dollars that's the way we going and that's kind of like cash rules everything yeah right the board the board and this is just my opinion you know and looking at this oh oh, you know not not even a week after this stuff is is has happened um the board really messed this up because they probably could have gotten a lot of what they wanted with keeping Sam Altman in the first place. But now what has happened is that the board only had four folks on one of the board members. Well, that was uh, the first problem. So, 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 so you know, Terrence and I, we talked about this last week that they were still running this $90 billion valuated company like a nonprofit, which is just wrong. They shouldn't be yeah. doing that because $90 billion. They should not be running like they were still a 40, 50 million dollar company. They just shouldn't been running like that. So that's problem number one. Problem number two, they really, you know, um, you know, three of the four board members really just didn't like Sam Altman. They, they just wasn't mm-hmm. feeling them. They really didn't like them. They were the, we're building these AI tools and we're doing it for the betterment of humanity and all, all of that stuff. And he's the one that's like, we need to make some money, y'all. Uh, and then Microsoft's like, well, hey, how about we give you $13 billion and see what can happen? I'm being a bit facetious, but not really. So they go from this nonprofit to this $90 billion company, at least that's what they're worth on paper. And you can't operate like a nonprofit anymore, with, you know, even because there's really two businesses. There is the open AI for business and there's the open AI nonprofit. All the board really was the nonprofit folks. Uh, right. Even even Ilias, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, um He was. The, I, I don't know if Sam did something that just upset him at the last minute, right. and they were and, able and to who, get. And, 
get him to and agree. He changed his tune so quick. I so was like, quick. No, did, did did the muscle come hang you over the over the dangle you over the balcony like like red from the five heartbeats or something? Like what? Nah, like, how did what, t- what times so is quick? office hours? Right. Now you, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did they get this woman to change his tune that quick? Yeah. It just it, it's crazy. And and the, the I, I read something, and it might have been in because I I read this Vox article before you put it in in our in our rundown, and it might have been in that article or another article um, because, you know, everybody's like, what was the thing that the board was scared of or mad about in the first place? Because they still haven't said that. But I did read something to the effect that they could potentially possibly already be moving towards AGI. And, you know, for everybody that has been like, oh, it just reacts. Oh, it just, you know, AI doesn't make decisions. It doesn't think on its own. And and, and generative AI does not do that. It, it scrapes the web and it takes what is out there and it creates stuff based on what is already out there. AGI, however, does do that. It does think for itself. Artificial general intelligence does learn as it goes and thinks, starts to think for itself. Yeah, and, and there was Johnny Five, yo, Johnny Five. Right. And, and, and there was, there's, there, there is some, there is that language in one of these articles that I've read. Um, there is that language that, 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 um, the company, OpenAI may potentially already be well down that path. And that was why the board decided to try to put the kibosh on Sam Altman because he was, you know, it was out of the gate and he was taking it and running with it. And, and again, you know, we joke about Skynet. Everybody always chuckles when you say Skynet, but that's what Skynet is. You know what I mean? And, and this is how it starts. And, and so, you know, $13 billion will make you look the other way and, and justify a lot of things, you know, but once that genie's out of that bottle and we can't get it back, then what? Yeah. So uh, one of the things that Terrence, you said was that a lot of times companies will come in and their ownership, they get them up out of there. That happens with more companies. You would think when, when a company gets bought, it is not uncommon to relieve the CEO um, and, you know, founder or two, of their responsibilities. It doesn't happen all the time. I don't even say it happens most of them, but it happens a lot. And one of the reasons for that is because when it is your baby, when this is the thing that you have, you thought the idea up and you created it, it's a lot harder for you to make decisions. One of the reasons why Satya Nadella at Microsoft is doing as well as he as he is doing at this company. For those who don't know, Microsoft just hit its biggest stock price ever. I want to say last week. They're, they're just killing it right now is because he doesn't have any of that baggage. Well, Windows is my thing or Xbox is my thing. He you know, when he took over, he very, very quickly realized that it ain't about making PCs and ain't about making operating systems anymore. It's all about Azure. That's where we're going to make our money. And that's how he's moved. And that's sometimes that's very difficult to do with a Steve Ballmer or with a Bill Gates, because it is their baby that they kind of not necessarily thought up, but they were there from the very beginning of of which your company was founded on. And, you know, but they the company needs to go in a different direction. That wasn't the case here with with, with open ai 
they basically started doing what they were doing with their founders and okay, wait a minute. This, this chat GPT stuff is pretty cool. We probably can make some money with this. Okay. Let's go ahead and do that. And they were cool with it in the beginning and Microsoft and other companies gave them all this money and they were cool with what was happening. What was, what was happening on the business side of this. And then the board is like, Oh no, we need to go get the, the, the pro business folks up out of here, starting with Sam Altman. And that's, you generally don't see that. Um, you know, like I said, we, we will, we will uncover the postmortems when, when they come out, but it seems to me like, uh, Open AI's board. They didn't have to fire this dude. They could have figured out some additional things, put some additional so. parameters in place. I don't um, believe so. I believe you know? that Sam Altman was running the show how he wanted to run the show because it, he was the founder and the CEO and the board was like a traditional board. It's like, all right, we have voting power. And, and thinking that he should answer to them because and, that's and what yeah. you're supposed to do. And Sam, Sam was like, no, no, forget mm-hmm. y'all. I'm going to ignore you and whatever you say, I don't care. And that's and where I'm going to go take this 13 billion. <laughs> and that's where the communication issues was. The vote, the right. board was like, Hey, let us know what's going on. And some was like, uh, no. Right. <laughs> so they was like, right. I bet let's get you out of here. Yeah. But right. that, 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 that could absolutely was, be it. But and what happened was it just so happened the money was on Sam's side. In the money cases, was on Sam's side. What you're saying, Rob, in most cases, the money is on the board side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just so happened in this case, the money was on the, the CEO side. side. Right. So, he was like, I got the bag. All so they did was make it worse. The golden rule. He who holds the gold makes the yeah. rules. And yeah. and that's what it was. They, they made it worse because they at least had some power. They had the power to fire. They didn't have the power to stand up behind that decision. But so I, so I think that the board could have got some stuff done. But now, I said, uh, Ilya is still I, I there, but he's no longer on the board. They got rid of the two women on the board. Now that's not lost on me. It's like y'all need to diversify yeah, this board a little bit. That's what they was going to do. But the they, people they was trying to do that from the beginning, I'm sure. But, but the folks that they replaced them with are so pro business, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even stop there. Microsoft, I'm just going to go ahead and call it. I would be willing to bet you that Microsoft will get a seat on this board as soon as they expand it. Oh, absolutely. There's no question absolutely. about that. There's that's, no that's, question that's about the first that. Seat, the first seat that opens up, and yeah. I don't think they thought all of those employees were gone, you know, jump mutiny the way they did either. I th- I think they thought they were going to keep that core and he could go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't bank on number one, how popular Everybody. he was yeah. as a manager and as a leader. And, you know, he had created this brand for himself around this company and, and that whole thing. Um, and he was already popular in the Valley anyway, but um, I don't think they really uh, expected 90% of their employees to be like, Oh, if he goes, we go and, and mean that, you know? So I, they, they tried to play, you know, the little joker and and Sam had the big joker and, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's what happens. I could be making this up, but this is how this plays out in my head of what happened. So Satya Nadella gets notified that, yeah, they just fired your boy over here at OpenAI. He's like, wait, what now? It's like, they in California, right? Get the lawyer on the phone right fast. Mm-hmm. Can we hire everybody? Right. Oh, we can? And, and yeah. Bet. <laughs> and that's what happened. That's what happened. It's like, mm-hmm. come on over. 
and you could hire everybody you need what, to. How did, how did Suge Knight do it? We ain't going to be dancing in the videos if you want to <laughs> come on over the death row. <laughs> but the problem is going come to be... Come on over the death row. We ain't going to be dancing in no videos. A potential problem could be now for Sam Altman is now the money is in the board. Now you got all these pro-business folks. Now you got shareholders. Now you got Microsoft involved. Now the next thing he want to do... Now he's, he's got to answer back to the, the deck true, with his but people. But look, people move how they move and people disagree yeah. how they disagree, you know, regardless yeah. of whatever's going on. And if there's a clash, there ain't no guarantee that this same play will work again. Now, no, he couldn't. He, it wouldn't do it again. Yeah, he right, wouldn't be able to right, do it again. Right. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, how, you know, everybody kumbaya going forward. If there's any sort of issues, you know, can he, like I say, can he make that same play like I'm going to get the scientists and the so-and-so and I'm going to do this and I'm going to get the partners and whatever. If the partners are already over here and they're like, eh, nah. <laughs> yeah, I think he got it. He he's can throw enough money at this situation at this point to bring on who he needs to bring on to be Team Altman um, and, and basically run the company unchallenged at this point. So y'all, this last story that we're going to talk about today is, is 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 a quick hit of a story, but I, I wanted to bring it up because it's like man, companies just be doing some stupid stuff. So I don't know, have either of you heard about the uh, lawsuit that D Brands has launched against Casetify? These are both companies that make cases for phones, skins for iPads, skins for computers, and stuff like that. But D Brands. They, they are, they're known for these, these teardown cases where the, the case, what it will basically do is they take apart the hardware and they take very high resolution pictures of the hardware. And then they, they do some enhancing colors here, uh, making things clear so you can see through stuff. But ultimately these cases, these skins, it looks like you're looking through your phone. So if you if you get an you know if you get an iPhone 15, they have created a case where they've taken a bunch of internal pictures of iPhone 15, and you put that on your case. case Like that, I've actually had. I I didn't. Here's the problem for me. I didn't have the teardown case. I actually had the Casetify case that that was basically jacking all these designs. Problem. So you part of it? Yeah. 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 Full disclosure. I did not have. Yeah, I actually had the Casetify case. But essentially uh, what D Brands was doing is they were putting Easter eggs in their cases. So they would have things like the date that they were founded and just just little different things that only would mean anything to them. They're very subtle. You wouldn't notice them if you didn't know to look for them. But they have Easter eggs in all of their cases. These jokers over at Casetify that are doing the inside out cases. They were not doing their own teardown. I was watching a video. One of the guys that, that works on these, he's famous for literally tearing apart stuff, taking pictures of it. And you know, th- this is what he does. So they, they, they've put thousands of hours in the work and in, in, in doing these and doing these teardown cases inside out. Did none of that work. They straight up jacked the pictures from uh, D brand and they weren't even doing it in a good way. They weren't even getting like high resolution pictures. Some of the pictures that they were using were straight off of D brands website. How do we know this? Because someone took a picture with a camera of their screen and you can see the 
the lens of the camera in the reflection in the screen, which they said that's fine for the website, but we would never do that in one of our actual cases and inside out. Um, or I should say case to fight on their inside out actually has that on one of their cases, like this low res picture that was snagged right off of their website. So I just wanted to get your guys' take on that. How dumb do you have to be? It wasn't dumb. They just got caught. I, I guess you're yeah, right because they just got caught. Yeah, I'm sure it happens all the time. Because Case Defy is like a billion dollar company. It's like they're not Amazon, small. Amazon is even bigger. If they get a somebody that's making something that is shipping their product to Amazon to do fulfillment by Amazon, Amazon says, oh, this product is hot. I guarantee you within Absolutely. a week's time, they will put their own product. It's called Amazon Basics. I know you've mm-hmm. seen them. Batteries, mm-hmm. cases, All any that. product that's hot. They're like, all right, we're going to go ahead and make our own copy. Take the same look, look, put Amazon Basics on it, put ours above the fold. No, no, no. And yep. make the money that way. They didn't so, take yeah. the same kind of look. They took the look. They actually I'm, took, they that's, took, that's they Amazon, took yeah. D Brad's actual proprietary that's, that's uh, stuff. I, I, As like, usual. like I said, that ain't well, dumb. That's business. And they just yep. got caught. They just got caught because companies do it all the time. They just got caught. They <laughs> got caught. Yeah. No, or, I didn't have that case. Ahead. I had, um, the screen my, saver. The screen. My yeah. wallpaper yeah. was the whole internal. Mm. It was pretty cool. I gotta find that. No, anyway, I actually, I, I, I actually I had a case to file inside out for like my last note. I think I had the Galaxy Note 10 and I had a case for that. So I'm upset. I'm upset about that, that I, that I bought something that was Jack because I, I didn't know. And I mean, nobody knew until sure. now. I'm pretty sure we all have products laying around the house that has been that are a copy right that are a from, dupe of something yeah. right <laughs> it ain't Gucci is Hoochie <laughs> right but yeah I just I, I want to stick that in there because the it was just like it's like man it's like they just went out and just ganked these pictures off and it's like yeah and the, that's the problem that's the real problem it's like they it'd be one thing for them to say okay this is working for them. You know, let's do something similar. Let's take our our own pictures, but we're going to copy the same concept and re redo it for our cases. Instead of it being skins, we're going to make cases or whatever the case may be. And the fact that they didn't even bother to take the time to buy their own iPhones and notes and galaxies. Take them who apart. Got, who got time for that? Right. But you it's would already think, done. The work's already done. Exactly. And, that, and I think that's the part to where they're like, come on, man, if y'all to work just a little bit harder, you probably could have got away from it. But the blatant disrespect to not even take to 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 just take a screenshot like I like me taking a screenshot of a picture somewhere and using it as a icon image someplace else. It's like y'all could have put a little bit more effort yeah. into y'all it if tried. you didn't do it. But yeah, they didn't, they didn't have to. So yeah, this, they totally didn't have to. It's just funny to me. So I, I want to see, cause they're going to settle this. There's no way they're going to let this go to trial. Yeah, uh, but so, and here's the other part though. I saw the same video and the dude said, uh, I Jerry rig everything. I think is his name. He goes on YouTube and he's like, it's not about the money. It's like, come on, man. It's always about, yeah, it's about the, the money. money. Anybody that tells you it's not about the money. It's it lying. is about the money unless they <laughs> sue for a dollar. There are people, I think, um, not Taylor Swift, but, um, maybe it was even Taylor Swift. Somebody, they countersued for something and they countersued for a dollar because it's like, I just want people to know that whatever they're saying is completely legitimately wrong. I don't want nothing to gain from it except 
clearing my name. Those mm-hmm. people, I'd be like, all right, I didn't buy the money. Anybody that puts a, a large dollar amount behind anything, they took money into careful consideration. <laughs> yeah, he, he did say that his cut is going to go to his wheelchair company because he actually has a, a company that he does. I believe it is a nonprofit that he runs because he tries to give wheelchairs away to as many people in the world who, who need them. Mm-hmm. So and wheelchairs cost what? They, they cost money. So money. That, yeah, so that's where <laughs> his bit's going to go. Like I said, I cannot imagine that case defy. Uh, that th- they will actually f- fight this in court. I think that ultimately they're going to f- try to figure out how to settle this. They lost in the court of public opinion. They've lost in a uh, court of public opinion. But, but here is the, the, the cool thing, or the, just the interesting thing of how tone deaf these companies are and their, pe- and, you know, in, in their, in their uh, press release after they removed well over a hundred uh, items from their website <laughs> for stuff they were jacket. They said that they have always been a bastion of originality. And I'm like, really? This, this is the time where you would actually go out and say something like that. Try to make it look like you, you are so caught. It's, 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 you know, like there's, there's no way around it. You have someone else's Easter eggs. In your actual hardware that you're putting out, you have a bad picture that has a camera glare in it off of someone's website that they said, oh, we'll just leave it on the website. We'll never build a case like that. You actually are building cases with a glare, for, you know, a, you know, a clam- camera reflection from your competition's website. Y'all are cooked on this one. So we, we will see what ends up happening. But I, like I said, I'm calling it. They're going to settle this for, I'm guessing, a large sum of money. So y'all, I saw at the last minute, Tech Life Steph, you stuck a, you, you stuck a, uh, a, a spotlight, spotlight on here. So we haven't had one. I'm, I'm glad you did because this is, this is our last show for the month. We tried to get at least one a month and we, this, this will be yeah. the first one we've had this month. So Jeremiah Thorn, let's, let's, Thorn, Thoronka? Thoronka. Jeremiah Thoronka. So why don't you go ahead and tell us, uh, what he is doing? Because it's pretty impressive. Yes, he's he's doing some pretty impressive things. Jeremiah Theronka is a young inventor, entrepreneur, and scholar from Sierra Leone behind the device that turns vibrate turns the vibrations from busy roads into electricity. Theronka, who recently graduated with a Master of Science degree in Sustainability, Energy, and Development from Durham University, founded Optum Energy in 2017 when he was just 17 years old. Theronka grew up in a slum on the outskirts of Freetown during the Sierra Leone Civil War, where he relied on charcoal and firewood to generate heat and light. At the age of 10, Theronka was awarded a scholarship to one of the best schools in the region. And by the time he started studying at the African Leadership University in Rwanda, he had the skills needed to put his energy generation idea into action. Theronka created an innovative piezoelectric device that when placed under busy roads captures the vibrations, i.e. the kinetic energy from pedestrians and traffic and turns it into an electrical current. Unlike many other sources of renewable energy, the Ronka's device operates day and night, whatever the weather. 
The sun is not always shining. Water is drying up. Fossil fuels are not always going to be used, but people are always moving, Theranka explained. Optum Energy later ran a successful pilot program in Theranka's home neighborhoods. With just two devices, they provided free electricity to 15 schools attended by over 9,000 students, as well as 150 households comprising 1,500 people. Since 2017, I have grown Optum Energy into a larger initiative aiming to build a sustainable energy sector in Sierra Leone, diminish greenhouse gas emissions, and educate citizens on climate change, said Theranka. The future is green if we start realizing and financing Africa's energy revolution. The young inventor also works to educate people in Sierra Leone about the environmental impacts, (coughs) excuse me, of energy use so that they can use their power efficiently and conservatively and take action for sustainable solutions. Theranka has been internationally recognized for his work to build Sierra Leone's sustainable energy sector. He was listed among the 100 most influential Africans in 2021. The World Wildlife Fund's top 100 young African conservation leaders and was laureate of the inaugural Global Student Prize Commonwealth Youth Awards for Excellence in Development Work in Africa. Shout out to Jeremiah Theranka making energy out of kinetic energy on the roads. And that's kind of like um, those people that they have the soccer balls. I, I see that a lot in Africa. Like they have the soccer balls that can generate as you're playing with it, mm-hmm. it generates yeah, and stores energy and then you can actually use it um, to uh, power different devices and things like that. It looks like he took that idea and sort of uh, extrapolated it to harness the power of the kinetic energy of everybody's footsteps and cars and everything else. I'm super dope. So there's that saying, what is it? Necessity breeds ingenuity. I've heard that many, many times. And this is something that I don't want to say that we wouldn't think of it here, but we didn't think of it here uh, because we pretty much have power everywhere that we need it. This is where it's like, wait a minute. These schools just don't have enough power. But there's all these cars, all these trucks, all these people walking back and forth. If we just put some stuff up under where they walk, under where they drive, we can power these schools for thousands of students. That is that that is incredible. And here in this country, at some point, we're going to have to do a a reimagining of our grid and just how we get power from point A to point B. That for us, it's more transmission than trying to generate more of it. But something tells me they're going to be hollering at this young man about his technology about. So, yeah, show show us how you actually built a road and people just driving on the road. Allow, you know, allow us to actually, you know, you know, run these supercharges so people can, you know, fuel, fuel. I don't want to say fuel their car up, but charge their car up. That's going to happen here at some point. So, yeah, this is Nancy. But I don't believe any invention of this large scale, because if you think about it, I mean, this could revolutionize how we generate energy. And I don't believe any sort of invention coming out of Africa is going to anybody's going to piggyback off of that and propel this, you know, this gentleman to the to the lead as far as generating energy for the future of the globe. Because this is something that could be uh, laid out across the globe. But since it's coming out of Africa, call me a negative Nancy. 
but I don't see I, I the hear, eternal pessimist. I hear, Terrence is I hear the, what you're Terrence saying. is the eternal pessimist. I hear what you're saying, but he, he, here's the thing, though. The people need to need to understand. Number one, Africa is not a country; it's a continent with fifty six countries in it, and it's young. It's it's very young, and they have a lot of young folks over there, and a lot of smart folks over there. And uh, at some point, is going to become about the money because China is already. There. You know, why is China there in the way that they're there in so many of these African countries? Because they realize the money that is ultimately you know able to be made there. So at some point, it's like I I I hear and I even feel what you're saying, Terrence. But at some point. You know, I think the Western world is going to start looking at, well, hold up. They making money off of this. We need to be making money, too. That's generally how we roll with this. Right. So even with the China example, Africans are not getting credit for the infrastructure of of um, partnering with China to redo the infrastructure of the continent of Africa. China's getting the credit. Mm hmm. It's going to be the same way with this. Yeah, that's true. American companies are going to swoop in and they're going to use this technology the same way you're saying because they can make money off of it. But the continent of Africa or the people who are creating this technology and this ingenuity, they are not going to get the credit, you know, at the, the manner that they should. Because if they were this young, he would already be on their radar. All the things that Stephanie mentioned all the accolades, all the acknowledgements comes from Africa. No Western company said, hey, he is the top innovator of 2021. <clears throat> that was African com- countries and um, awards and things that are that are exalting this uh, gentleman to do this stuff. You know, and I think they're in again, like I said, I could be totally wrong, but I don't see this young man being what well, I don't say. I don't know how old he is. I don't see him being the top lead scientist to bring kinetic energy to the United States. It's going to be some company that's going to partner with him, give him a little bit of money. And we're all going to think of the major company that created this revolutionary <laughs> new technology that we all use nowadays. And we will just like the street sign, just like peanut butter, just like all these other inventions. We'll find out in 21 <laughs> 2125 that it originated from Africa. It's never going to be on the top of our minds. It'll be a, oh, footnote, a man in Africa created this. That's what, that's my point. Hopefully we will get to a day to where we're just like, well, of course he did. Exactly. That, that's, that's just where I, we're, we're going to yeah. stay positive. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Well, at some point <laughs> we will be, positive. well, of course I'm saying, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> so y'all, this was a, uh, this, this was a good show. I know y'all look like, are all our shows good. Yes, all of our shows are good. This was a good one. This was this was fun. We had we had a good rundown of uh, of stories today. But as all good things do, they come to an end. So it's time for us to wrap it up. So Tech Life Steph, why don't you tell the folks how they can get at you? You can follow me all around the web at Tech Life Steph, or check out my website at stephaniehumphrey.com where you can pick up the book. <laughs> and you can find me all over the internet at Brother Tech. That's B R O T H A T E C H. And I'm at Rob Dunwood on all the things. And we are also at the Tech John on all the things. And I didn't say this earlier, so I'll say it now. If you would like to support the Tech John, you can do so by heading over to Patreon where we've got multiple tiers over there. Any one of which gets you access to our live stream and after party. And a couple of them actually get you access to an ad free stream. So if you're interested in that and supporting the show, head over to patreon.com for slash Tech John. That's the Tech J A W N. So y'all, until we meet again in a week's time. 
Peace. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.